Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Carl Mollison, founder of the Get Wisdom Project. Today's episode is Divine Truth on Fossil Fuels. That might seem like a strange topic for the creator to expound on, but I assure you, this is going to be a very interesting episode. Uh, Fossil fuels are essential for commerce and modern travel, but increasingly they become controversial as a focus for climate change concerns. It's also been a cause of global financial crisis and international conflicts. Go ahead, Carl. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. This uh, has been a fixture in politics and international tensions, causes of war, strife, the possessiveness towards the Middle Eastern oil reserves and the envy of neighboring countries, on and on. And of course, the the roller coaster ride of uh, the the value of the dollar tied to you know petroleum and and all of the shenanigans that go on behind the scenes with corruption and and so forth. So. Anything that involves money from a large-scale commodity like this is open season for all sorts of greedy folks and political maneuvering to gain the upper hand and so on. So there's a long history here, but we also need to look at the big picture because this is continuing to be a bone of contention and a political weapon. And we need real truth here because there are important issues to be sorted out. Indeed. Let's get into it. Yeah. So So as a channeler of creator, we're going to be quoting from the almighty here in answer to questions. Okay. Let's get on with it. Very good. Uh, So the first question you asked creator was, Methane, or natural gas lakes, have been detected elsewhere in our solar system and vast quantities of hydrocarbons in other star systems. Is the term fossil fuel a form of propaganda introduced to obscure just how plentiful crude oil actually is? All right, and these are creator's words in answer. This actually is the case. It is an archaic term. It is a term born in ignorance, so we would say it is actually obsolete and long out of date as a way to characterize the oil supply. It is not that all the oil is readily at hand. There may be some very sophisticated exploration and mining operations needed to pull the oil from the earth in the quantities desired, but there are plentiful reservoirs scattered across the globe. U.S. Creator, Oil fields pumped dry have been known to replenish after a few decades, literally filling back up again. Where is this oil coming from? And Creator answers as follows. The ability to detect crude oil deposits, as sophisticated as it seems, is far from perfect. There are many hidden reservoirs. There are many interconnections that can serve as pipelines to help disperse oil distribution in the natural subterranean environment. The term fossil fuel is, in fact, a kind of pejorative term to minimize the reality that oil has a big role in things and can continue to be a benefit in myriad ways, depending on the direction of the thinking by your leaders. 
So we are watching to see how everyone does as more information unfolds. But the reality is this is not truly of a fossil source. It is presumed to be from living things and plant matter. But it is a creation in its own right and not something that evolved to be there over time as a consequence of massive life forms on the planet. That's a very interesting response. I take from it that Crater is not really pointing out anything sinister in our use of the term fossil fuels and that it probably was an honest, you know, uh, label that it was come up with early on. And now it now it's perpetuating. But as we're learning more, it really is outdated. Yes. And the implications are several in, in just this set of uh, responses and feedback from Creator. First of all, it didn't require millions and millions of years in some very slow, uh, gradual transformation of buried plant matter deep in the earth to, to somehow transform into petroleum. And once that's gone, it's not likely to be produced again. And because we were the beneficiary of some bygone era where we had all the giant plants we see in the fossil record and so on. Creator made this stuff. And yes. Creator can arguably do so again if we need it. The question is, will we karmically be denied it because we've squandered what we had in the that's, in the original setting or not? But uh, But I think there's more urgent problems, and that's the thing we need to get to here. Sure. You asked Creator... Some have speculated that the entire mantle of the earth is literally soaked with crude oil. Hence, why some crude oil is literally, while the term crude oil is literally the lifeblood of Gaia, and that there is more crude oil in the mantle than there is water in the oceans. Is this true? And Creator answers, in a rough sense, it is true. There are many more oil deposits than have been discovered, and that is true of water and its flow through subterranean channels. The key is that most water is burdened with presence of high concentration of salt. By the same token, not all the oil in the Earth's mantle is fully recoverable with readily at hand technologies or without going to great expense using highly sophisticated extraction techniques which make the price of oil unprofitable. While there is plentiful oil, the question is, what does it cost and what is the downside to Gaia from manipulating the planet to do the extraction. The techniques of fracking in particular are destructive to the environment and are not the proper way to obtain energy. So there are lessons to be learned here about how to go about using these fuel sources appropriately. In that sense, the term fossil fuel is not so harmful. All resources are precious and the key is to keep life going by not creating imbalanced environmental situations that limit human growth and prosperity. This is the balance you are seeking in things now and is complicated to achieve and giving rise to many differing views and competing agendas that blind people as far as relative merit is concerned and the risk to civilization of giving in to dark views that may also be quite unscientific and can threaten the well-being of humanity because of the scenarios that are more than likely to happen now. You know, Creator's answers are just so mind-bending. Because Creator's going out here and really talking about not getting a dark view of this topic. 
because a lot of people will think, oh my gosh, if the, the mat, there's more oil in the mantle than there is in the oceans, and, and we're being conned, and it's, it's a problem. Well, no, because we can't get there. You know, how do you get down to the mantle? We don't have the technology to do that. So we do have to be stewards of the resources that we actually have access to. So Crater is not demonizing the oil industry here, and that's really interesting. Yeah, well, we tend to mess up everything that we do as human beings, and and that's not all accidental. It's not all because of ignorance and incapacity. There's a lot of manipulation that engineers that. You know, we we don't relish talking about it, but it, this is the growth that needs to happen, and it's why we're here. So please bear with us. Give this its due, and then make up your own mind. But there's warnings along the way and multiple levels here, one of which is the obvious that was stated that fracking as a way to get oil out of the ground is not a good idea. You know, a lot of people have raised this question. You know, you have all the fracking going on in the southern states of the U.S. right now. uh, And one of the consequences is they're having record numbers of earthquakes in Oklahoma, thousands of them a year. They're minor but that is telling us something. This yeah. is a disturbance to the planet. And, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you have to go to Creator to, to know that fracking is a problem. I mean, a lot of people have, you know, aquifers are being poisoned. And yes. there's just massive problems. So it's, it's definitely yeah. not surprising that Creator is not for it. <laughs> All right. So it's, it's, a, it's a troubled area and, yes. and a, an important one. But let's keep going and get okay. this all out on the table. There we go. Well, the next one uh, refers to cars. The history of the automobiles is an interesting one. Henry Ford's first engines used alcohol and it was reported that he was adamantly against using gasoline because of its volatility and explosion danger. It is claimed that he was literally forced by the bankers, J.P. Morgan and Rockefeller, to burn gasoline or face bankruptcy and ruin, or even worse. Is this true? Well, most people won't know these historical uh, intimations, but here's what Creator says. This is, in fact, true. There is an advantage with respect to caloric content of equal amounts by weight in favor of gasoline holding more energy and therefore being a richer fuel source that will burn hotter. And this can be quite advantageous in manufacturing particularly. Alcohol is not an ideal fuel. Its production causes great environmental waste and potential damage if not managed carefully. And the whole point of finding cheap energy mandates that it must be something simple and quick with little muss and fuss as all of that adds considerably to cost. And cost is always everyone's bottom line. You ask creator, 40% of a barrel of crude oil becomes gasoline upon distillation. David Rockefeller in his autobiography bragged how his grandfather, John D. Rockefeller, ingeniously turned this waste product that nobody knew how to dispose of into a profit center. There have been reports of high mileage carburetors, such as the Pogue carburetor used in Sherman tanks during World War II, that got as much as 200 miles per gallon. When the war was over, these were all rounded up and destroyed. Is the reason why? Because of the need to burn off huge quantities of unwanted gasoline and high mileage vehicles would work against that agenda. All right, and creator answers. This insight is a good one because there are risks and potential downside in everything. There are dangers in depleting oil stocks too greatly. This is now known and has been perceived a number of times. 
it will continue as people still can find uses for a variety of combustible materials. The bottom line always is, what is the cheapest to make in the largest quantities? By nature of crude oil and its chemistry, extracting useful fractions as fuel, such as fuel oil, leaves the more volatile components that can be siphoned off through distillation. One of the most useful and largest is that of gasoline. Originally, there were no uses for this material, and that is accurately described. It was the ingenuity of the titans of that era in following the recommendations of their scientists to find a way to capitalize on this potential energy source despite its risks and hazards. And this gave rise to the current combustion engine and the widespread infrastructure for providing gasoline supplies across the globe for vehicle use. This was done as a self-interest strategy, but has been a win-win in the sense of proving useful. Gasoline is energy intensive and more efficient to fuel than alcohol, for example, so it was not a bad choice. One can certainly question the circumstances in which it was promoted and imposed on Henry Ford, and that, in fact, is true. You ask creator, why is the internal combustion engine still the primary power plant 100 years later? Is it the need to burn the unwanted gasoline that doesn't have a good alternative? Creator answers, this indeed was the genesis of the configuration for the automobile and vehicle industry as a whole to favor gasoline or diesel fuel, a hydrocarbon source. It was where human ingenuity was taking things and became the legacy because the process was there, the raw materials were obtainable, and it was a logical step. And all that was needed was the will and a way to force things in the desired direction. This was seen to and became the plan and then the way of things. And that has continued through momentum. Every generation of vehicles builds on the technology of yesteryear. And this seems to be perpetual, but in fact is an aberration and illogical on its face with a basic understanding of energy. There are better solutions. There just needs to be ingenuity and an allowance of freedom of thought and the right ideas will come forward and, if embraced, will solve the problem for all time. You are not there yet because you are being held back actively by the cabal to keep the secrets from you. So oh, here we go. This is go. <laughs> this is the story. It it's happening again and again in all fields of endeavor. And one of the things we we alluded to in our uh, description of the program was the role of alcohol as a biofuel and and add an additive to gasoline and that. And we have a long channeling about that and the pros and cons. And I'll just summarize it very briefly. Creator points out this is just a bad idea. Using corn as a biofuel to generate ethanol because it's wasteful, it diverts food that could be useful, and it commandeers scarce farmland for non-food production, and that comes at a cost and misdirects human capital at a non-problem. And it generates fuel that's less efficient. Alcohol is less efficient than gasoline. So you put in 10% alcohol and you reduce the amount of gasoline and its emissions. It does burn more cleanly in a technical sense. Alcohol does 
than gasoline. But the mileage is less. So you end up using more of the combination to go the same driving distance. I mean, the whole thing is a boondoggle yes, that I serves political agree. interests. And it, it's, it actually drags down humanity in the bargain. It costs more than the benefits. So Indeed. this is a poster boy for this whole arena and how we're being pushed into solutions that hold us down, hold us back, and minimize our productivity. Yeah, that really is the only sensible explanation for a completely nonsensible, <laughs> you know, infrastructure and, and solution. That's not a solution, actually. Yeah, um, and, and this, this story with the carburetor is very powerful. Oh, I mean, yeah. few people know that. I remember as a, as a kid growing up, and people would tell me, well, you know, there used to be a carburetor that got, you know, huge mileage, wonderful mileage, but it was banned by the oil industry. And I always thought, wow, that's really amazing. But then I started to second guess it, you know, well, that sounds a little goofy. You know, how could they keep something like that secret? And of course, now I know that was a terribly naive conclusion to come to because they keep lots of things secret right in front, right, right <laughs> yeah. under our noses. They and do. They make and- us make the decisions and they make us keep the secret through a manipulation. And this you know, is with- the power that, that's being brought to bear. And anybody that's worked in government knows that. There's a lot of secrets that really don't need to be secret. You know, they're not protecting anybody's criminality. They're not hiding anything that's dangerous. There's a perpetual motion of secrecy. It's just, it's just what they do. They just, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the momentum of the bureaucracy that just ha- manages to keep all kinds of things secret. And it's like, if there's any question whatsoever, classify it, you know. So I think that's kind of what's going on here in terms of the Lamaids. I mean, the, re- the reality is, is that 40% of gasoline, 40% of crude oil turns it into gasoline. And if you want to get kerosene and diesel and petrochemicals and other stuff in greater quantity, then you're going to get greater quantities of gasoline. And you have to be able to safely distribute and burn up that gasoline. Gasoline does not store well. Um, You have to use it up in a short period of time. So there's a huge logistical problem here. And I appreciate the difficulty that the oil industry has in managing that. And high-mileage carburetors would work against that, that problem. So there's well, some but, sympathy I have there. But. but with the political pressures being ginned up to minimize emissions, increasing fuel efficiency to 200 miles per gallon is a huge solution or partial one at least. So sure. to have that a reality, and that's what creators telling us, this is a real technology. It might be optimized even further with today's engineering. So to have that sitting on the shelf when we're burning so much gasoline and all that that entails economically, uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Indeed. Well, we're we're already out of the first segment, Carl. Be sure to check us out at getwisdom.com, and we'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars featured the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Get Wisdom. We're talking about divine truth of fossil fuels, and we'll be exploring more about how fossil fuel use has become a political football and is actually a consequence of our progress being held back. Carl, you asked creator, if oil and gasoline are as plentiful as you have suggested, then the whole notion of an energy crisis seems like propaganda. Is this true? Nobody talks about running out of oil today. What was the motive for telling such a lie? All right, and this is creator's answer. In one sense, it is a lie, and in another, it is not. It is true there is plentiful oil. That is relative from the standpoint of the rate of harvest versus the rate of replacement. With the large numbers of human beings present currently, if everyone drives automobiles, the need is quite high in demand levels, and this requires a huge exploration, extraction, and refining industry to supply the fuel needed. This requires increasing effort for test drills to find greater deposits and to take shortcuts to harvest lower-grade deposits, such as via fracking, which is environmentally destructive, although it can lengthen the availability of large quantities of oil to supply the fuel needs for a while longer. So you can't have it both ways, to say that hydrocarbons are ubiquitous, and then to worry about the planet and the extraction of millions of barrels a day and ponder what that might mean. There is a middle ground here, that this can be kept up for quite some time. But there are many uses for the petrochemicals and to use it for fuel to simply burn it up to obtain energy is doing a disservice to what it can represent in the array of products that can be derived among the petrochemical family. This situation is all owing to the absence of good solutions for free energy. That is the missing piece here. And that is being withheld from you actively by the cabal and has caused much suppression of useful technological expertise and many entrepreneurs who come forward with various proposals, but then end up being sidelined and often killed for their trouble. This is an ongoing struggle with little integrity being employed on the part of the industry. Certainly the cabal behind everything that happens through manipulation with everyone turning a blind eye in the media and government, 
So this is a problematic area that will remain problematical for some time to come yet. Oh boy, and here I was saying that Crater was not demonizing the oil industry. <laughs> well, but there is a, certainly a suppression issue going on and, and free energy is, is, we're learning is very, very real and is not being made available for our use. Well, I mean, they have a vested interest in not pursuing something that's outside their bailiwick. Sure. You know, it's, it's the same with the pharmaceutical industry not promoting natural products that they can't patent. They don't consider it their business. You know, leave right. that to someone else. That's their attitude. So I could see the oil companies saying, well, some free energy device, that just takes away our own industry. We're not going to get involved with it. You know, so right. it's up to someone else to bring that forward. But, of course, we know and we have a lot of information on our, our website about all kinds of things that we can't bring out in these shows. There isn't time, but there are lots of things going on behind the scenes that even those industries aren't aware of no, that sure, are a absolutely. kind of manipulation. And it's very smooth, but it's very effective. So we're getting a heads up about that, that there's free energy to be had. And yes. also, the fracking is not a good thing. Hello, hello. <laughs> Almighty to Earth. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Okay. Okay, U.S. Creator, oil is one of the biggest commodities next to food. I think uh, not only for fuel of all kinds, but hundreds, if not thousands, of petrochemicals, which Creator is kind of anticipating this question, I think. Plastics, etc. How can we get away from dependence on crude oil? Are there sufficient alternatives that, that could eliminate the need to exploit crude oil at all? And if there are, why are they being resisted? Okay, here, here, here goes. This is what Creator says about this. Here again, you make the case for an unlimited resource, but then decry its exploitation and potential disappearance. We see that the same middle course is to be frugal and to provide for potential quite long-term future that may well not be required, but the current utilization and planning is not based on knowing reality. So the rule of the day is to live for the moment and not worry about the long term. We would never recommend throwing caution to the wind. So there is a place to be mindful of the cost and changes to the environment from the way energy is obtained. And that is an additional issue that is an overlay to the question of the economics of fuel production per se and the trade-offs with regard to pollution. The issues do go deeper, but pollution is not trivial. There are many long-term health considerations here as well. That is rarely talked about, but is in fact a major consideration that humans are not perceiving and will be suffering from in the future with the way things are being done today and the reckless overuse of fossil fuels. They are precious commodities for many reasons and need to be shepherded with care and with a proper view of all the pros and cons associated with their use and preservation both. This is a problem for humans to work out, to safeguard their future and the current health and well-being also. It is a balancing act, as is often the case, of current need versus future stability and safety, and a long-term freedom from want and also from the adverse consequences of dangerous use of energies and chemical waste byproducts that can be a harm to the environment and affect people adversely. There are always karmic consequences to every undertaking by well-meaning individuals wanting to help on the energy front 
but possibly complicating things and even creating anomalous outcomes because they cannot always be predicted. There is much to do here to optimize and balance the way the world runs. And with transportation being a number one requirement for commerce, there are many important decisions needing to be made about how to bring this forward and make a more permanent and more efficient solution and put it into place. The race is on. And the first who will be able to do this and have enough reserves to provide the starter fuel for refining will dominate by virtue of controlling the energy that makes everything go. So the challenge is at hand, and we are happy to support all that unfolds here, and this will be true of all the players who are on the side of humanity. So... Obviously, people understand there's a lot more to consider than just the energy needs. There's the health and the environment. And we especially know how important it is to young people today in in particular. Well, but they're not thinking about pollution per se. And so there's a deep, deep divine clue. You know, this this is uh, something that happens in the course of the channeling. Creator won't bring up things we don't bring up first. That's why we're just now getting around to this pollution thing. It's not the first thing out of creator's mouth because we weren't focused on that with the earlier questions. Right Now we're probing more and more and more and more about pros and cons and the balance and the downsides and so forth. So now it's coming forth. Well, this is a big clue. You know, there maybe one day when you go to your front door, there'll be a surgeon's, surgeon general's warning. Going outside may risk your health. (laughs) So, I mean, we don't want to get to that point. And this is the clue. There's a significant health liability that's building from all of the pollution from the fuels being used today. So this is going to play out. You know, we, we decry when we see the incidence of diseases going up, but no one is doing much research to try to figure out how and why this happens. Not that it's easy, but this this is an example of complacency. So here we go. You know, yep. so keep this in mind, folks. Indeed. You know, there's and everybody pretty much knows that uh, the energy derived from crude oil is is expensive in terms of the impact on the environment and health and pollution. Um, and especially if you go back, you know, to the 1960s, both you and I are old enough to remember you know, what it was like to breathe the air <laughs> when cars didn't have catalytic converters on them. Um, so there has been some gains, but the fact of the matter is, is that crude oil has a tremendous cost in terms of the environmental and health impacts on people. Yeah. Well, and but, but you see, this is also a sinister thing that is being suppressed so we don't worry about it too much. Yes, we know it's possible, but we don't lose sleep at night over it because we're, we're sort of lulled into a state of um, complacency, if not indifference. And, yes. and, and th- this is how we kind of limp along and choose not to think about it. In the meantime, they are manipulating people to concentrate into urban centers the more people, the better. And they're choked with traffic, foul air from lots of sources. And that's not an accident. And right. it is billed as being highly efficient, which in some ways it is. But it's also efficient at eroding the health of the inhabitants. 
Absolutely. It's much and, healthier to be dispersed among the uh, along the countryside with fresh air and fresh water and sunshine available to everybody. But that's another story. <laughs> indeed. And it's a little outside the scope of the conversation, but, you know, there's that whole dialogue between the, the individual automobile and trucks versus mass transit trains, you know, for both freight and people. Yes. I mean, that's a whole other discussion, but the, yeah. that's, a, that's a clue, people, to look and see that. There's something weird going on here. We're, we're optimal solutions for our health and future are not being promoted. They're not being sought after in earnest. And why is the question? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you asked Creator, how much of the oil industry is a manipulation or even creation of the extraterrestrial alliance? Do any of the members still use hydrocarbons for fuel or other products? All right, and this is Creator's answer. We can tell you that none of the advanced extraterrestrial races who are members of the extraterrestrial alliance use organic fuels from nature of this sort as any source of energy. They are tapping directly into the zero point field and using the source of energy envisioned by Nikola Tesla and sought by those envisioning an endless source of free energy that is available from the heavens. That will play out given half a chance. The opposition will not be successful forever in keeping the needs of the society at bay. They will have to come clean eventually and explain what they are doing with the money collected by the government annually. Wow, creators just laying it right out there. They're using zero-point energy. And yep. if you haven't, you know, a lot of people, can you explain what zero-point energy is a little bit, Carl? Because I don't think a lot of the audience really understands what that is. Well, this again has been another suppression of scientific knowledge. We knew in 1915 that there is no such thing as a vacuum, that the very space around us that people think is empty is actually energy filled. It contains huge quantities of energy. But it's in a quantum state that we don't perceive with the kinds of sensing devices we use for ordinary energy. But in fact, matter as we see it comes out of that zero point field into existence and is going back and forth all the time on a quantum level, in and out, as visible energetic expressions and then invisible for a time but it's a huge reservoir of endless energy that can be tapped into wow and you know this is news to a lot of people i'm sure um but i've, I've done some research on this myself and basically the idea is is that you're the, the energy is flowing all the time and all we need to do is like stick a paddle wheel in it and the paddle wheel will turn forever and uh, apparently our extraterrestrial overlords have known how to do this for quite, quite some time. Well, this is the energy they use for transportation. It costs them nothing, and it is astounding in its capabilities. So they, they use this routinely, and they deny it to us. That's the key here. Don't let the people tell you there's good ETs out there that are going to come out of the closet to help us and, and they're going to dangle the possibility of free energy and all sorts of carrots. But the question I would pose is, where have they been all these centuries <laughs> where they've been running the world from behind the scenes? 
This is yet another subterfuge and a game they're going to play. This is what we have been told. Right. So this is an example. We've been limping along, breathing fumes from automobiles for a century now and paying huge consequences in lives and blood and treasure to get those resources and get them out of the ground and deal with the pollution of the uh, uh, the refineries and the pollution from the exhausts and it's all wasted. And it could have been sub- it could have been skirted around entirely thousands of years ago. We oh could be God. living in a utopia right now. Yeah, and not to mention the wars, Carl. The wars yeah. in the Middle East over oil and all. The, oh my! And even you know, even World War II arguably was fought over oil. That that that's what got Japan and you know riled up and eventually forced uh, them to bomb Pearl Harbor was an yeah. oil embargo. So oil has been. The, the, the flashpoint for a lot of conflict for a very, very long time. Yes, yes. So there's there's clues in all of these words. One of them that kind of got lost is the very last sentence here. They will have to come clean eventually and explain what they are doing with the money collected by the government annually. There's a huge divine clue there. Go look it up. Missing money. There are people researching this. The trillions of dollars of taxpayer money have disappeared. They're not accountable. They're not logged anywhere in any kind of reckoning. Well, it's going to the cabal. That's it, pure and simple. It sounds like a crackpot conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat notion. I understand completely. I feel weird just saying the words, but I am given divine truth when I do this channeling. I'm just a guy. It's not me. It's not my ego behind this. Trust me on that. I'm working from the heart and trying to do my best to be honest and to honor the divine message that we're given and helping humanity to move forward and come out from under the cloud that's been oppressing us. Indeed. I would suggest, you know, if people are interested in this topic, and frankly, I think everybody should be. This is, this is pertinent to everybody's interest. Uh, Zero-point energy is one thing you can Google. Um, you can look for trillions missing from, you know, from taxation, Defense Department, uh, Department of Defense. Um, breakaway civilization. You can Google that term and you'll get all kinds of stuff. So all this conspiracy theory and it's all weird and, and yeah, we kind of get that. But every time you turn around, this is where the arrows are pointing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to get into probably the most contentious of the current debates, uh, and that's climate change. And we're going to deal with that in our next segment. So get ready. This will be eye-opening and uh, a lot of food for thought, I think, for folks. Indeed. Uh, check us out at GetWisdom.com. Download our prayer book, uh, ebook, GetWisdom.com slash prayer. Check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol introduction at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be back with more on fossil fuels right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final final segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about fossil fuels. We're going to talk about the political implications of fossil fuels at this point. Carl, U.S. creator Stan Meyer produced a vehicle he claimed was powered by extracting hydrogen and oxygen from water to use as fuel. Was Stan's water vehicle real? Who orchestrated his death? And does he need a spirit rescue? And just for a little backstory, uh, Stan Meyer uh, basically created a hydrogen-oxygen extractor that he put into a dune buggy and actually traveled across the country purely on water. You can actually Google this. Google Stan Meyer water vehicle, and you'll find more information on it. But go ahead with Creator's answers, Carl. All right. And this is what Creator of All That Is has to say. This vehicle was real. The technology was real. The perceived approach and the end product in being able to create free hydrogen and oxygen from water used as fuel have all been demonstrated by him and indeed hold the promise he promoted as representing a cleaner source of energy. And it is sadly the case that this made him a person of suspicion and this led to a confrontation and his death at the hands of the cabal. They have done similar things time and time again to discredit, to distract, to discourage, or to eliminate all who get close to the possibility of creating an almost unlimited supply of energy at little cost per capita. This individual was assassinated for his vision and is pointing towards the advent of a greatly improved energy source for transportation that threatened the oil industry, which has become a part of the major funding for the cabal for many, many years. And they have grown complacent and greedy in counting on this as a never-ending wealth creator. Anyone promoting an alternative is a direct threat to their pocketbook and will not be tolerated. This has happened time and again with such innovators. They simply are removed and campaigns mounted to discredit them and to suppress mention in the media in the first instance. So these things rarely come to light. 
And there will always be a disinformation campaign launched to make people falsely assume that there was nothing to it after all, that it was hype, that it was a distortion to begin with, and a kind of lie. Only a con artist promising the moon and couldn't deliver and left the scene from embarrassment and happened to have an accident or some other misfortune, perhaps because of the humiliating humiliating defeat, etc., And so the lie continues that such ideas have no merit and no future when, in fact, the opposite is the case. Unfortunately, Stan Meyer does need a spirit rescue. He was singled out for extra punishment, and this was seen to by the spirit cabal in in collusion with the extraterrestrial alliance. I want to point out that uh, I have actually done um, a spirit rescue using the Lightworker Heating Protocol for Stan. Carl has checked, and indeed, Stan is back in the light, and uh, apparently very grateful, Carl, and we are all extremely appreciative of that. Yeah. Well, it's been many years, and he's been in torment. This is what happens when people don't make it back to heaven, and one out of three people have this problem ensue because they're not ready to return home. They're non-believers, they're worn down by illness, uh, cognitive confusion, emotional disturbances, and so on, and they're not preparing for the afterlife. They're not preparing in a positive way. They're fearing death, and that can hold you back and keep you earthbound. So people need better help and support about the afterlife. But let's not get off on that because we need to get to climate change here and get this out on the table. We do. So let's get on with it. What is the significance of climate change and should it be considered human caused? And this is creator's answer. This will be a disappointment to many to hear. But the entire climate change movement is a distraction and a propaganda campaign by the darkness to misdirect human capital and resources to a kind of folly, to drain the coffers around the world by having as many governments as possible contributing monies to fight the sun. This is a completely unnecessary action. There is some warming taking place, and this is perfectly in alignment with the Earth being in an interglacial period, and warming is expected to occur under those circumstances. The increased use of fossil fuels by humans is a perfect example of correlation, but not causation. And so this has provided fuel for the argument that it is the fault of human. And this, again, is in all such misdirections, serves the darkness. It is always the human's fault. Humans are the ones born in sin. Humans are the ones who have strayed. Humans are the ones killing one another. It is all on their heads. They are spoiling the planet, and they're now filling the air with emissions that will cause a ramping up of Earth temperature. And then the oceans will rage with storms, and the seas will rise, and the Earth will go through such huge changes that farming may become impossible, lands will become arid, people will lack fresh water, and on and on and on. These are all projections, and the God of science here is itself corrupted with significant mind control. Many climate scientists are under heavy manipulation to tweak their models and propose their hypotheses to support the idea of anthropogenic global warming, human cause. 
But this is all a propaganda campaign with no truths. To be sure, there are tiny effects, but they are small. They are not significant. There are other reasons to reduce the carbon emission, and those are valid because the pollution is increasing of air and water both. There are better ways to obtain energy. Unfortunately, these are being denied to you and are well known by the extraterrestrials and have been discovered by humans as well, but commandeered and kept secret by the darkness in manipulating their human minions. So this is a false notion in every respect and is being used like so many other human endeavors to deplete human resources. So all the money going to support the climate movement is wasted money. In the same way, many other programs are make work that are promoted for false reasons, like the space program. They are a drain on the national coffers when many are suffering with illness and even from hunger. And so are a misallocation of efforts with a poor set of priorities being promulgated through mind control and manipulation to darken every person and keep them focused on selfish interests and to dampen their compassion and eradicate all such notions to the extent they can. Carl, you asked, Creator, is the slight but measurable increase in global warming mostly a direct consequence of increased solar output? And Creator answers, this, in fact, is the case, and was hinted at in prior answers about solar activity. So while we have not made this at all clear at times, It was because you were not thinking about solar activity per se and have not asked us directly, in fact, about whether solar output has increased, but only whether the overall planet and its temperature cycles is due to anthropogenic global warming, which is the leading hypothesis proposed by those wanting to fight this problem with dollars taken from others for the purpose. So in actuality, this slight warming of a degree or so over the past century is in fact a consequence of a slight but perceptible increase in solar output that has not been predicted to occur because of so many years of seeing relative stability in the solar radiation, with the exception of the various solar storm events like sunspot activity, solar flares, and so on, which are observed and not considered part of the discussion. The fact that you are in an interglacial period with Earth at the present time is also consistent with temperature fluctuations across large spans of time. So this small increase over the past decades particularly is an added influence, and that is why there is an uptick in global temperature averages. It is correlated with fossil fuel consumption, but that is not the cause. It is indeed the solar output that has changed this and has been masked and suppressed through mind control manipulation. This is why you remember that report you saw from the Max Planck Institute some years back, talking about how the polar ice caps were receding on Mars because of an increase in solar energy. And so this global warming on your sister planet could not possibly be due to fossil fuel consumption because it is an uninhabited world. And so points the finger directly at the sun itself as the culprit for that world and leaves open the question about whether this is true for Earth. This is why you remembered it, because you knew intuitively that it was true for Earth as well. And this was a kind of independent corroboration of that plausibility. 
you know, I'm, I'm actually familiar with that report myself. People themselves can view this report. Just Google it. Max Planck and Mars, uh, you know, solar uh, melt um, <laughs> polar ice caps on Mars, and you'll you'll find articles on it. It's an interesting, interesting topic. Boy, there's just so much here. I, I think the one thing that I want to point out to people about why we're sharing all this is, you know, to bring the truth forward. That's it, it, critical, but also to impress upon people that. We need a comprehensive solution to all these problems. We're not advocating that people retire to their garage and try to recreate what Stan Meyer did, you know, because you'll probably yeah. end up with Stan Meyer's fate at this point. So yeah. Yeah. we don't want that for anybody. Yeah, and, and the solution here is a divine one. You cannot deal with this in a political arena. The politicians are bought and paid for or manipulated and bought and paid for. They have a prosaic agenda designed to further drain money from tax contributions. And it goes to dark agendas. So this is not the answer to elect the right president, to change your representatives, to advocate, to do marches on Washington and so on. Uh, This will not help. Yes, you can do those things, but pray also. Do prayer work. Ask Creator for support and help with these issues. Yes, you can do this. You have the power, and the divine power is such to turn this around if we come together in a sufficient number. That's the that's the goal here, to reach a quorum of requesters. Yes. Ask for healing. Ask for help. We're doing it with our Lightworker Healing Protocol to do healing for the perpetrators first of all, and then for everyone else involved with uh, humanity and humanity itself. So we're, we're actually trying to paint a picture. And Sorry, it's kind of a dark picture, but we want to impress upon you that the problems are so vast, so complex, so intertwined, and so overloaded by non-humans that don't have our best interests at heart that we need an outside source that's really our inner source, divine intervention, to really save the day, because this problem is too big for us to cope on our own. Yes, and it's ridiculously easy on one level. The problem is reaching enough people to cut through the fog. All the political pronouncements, oh, the world's going to end in 12 years, and this is our World War II to fight climate change, <laughs> and we need need your money. You know, we need uh, the latest one was $1.7 trillion to change the shape of the airplane wings to make oh them more gosh. efficient, you know. I mean, these are all, you know, token possible solutions for a problem that actually doesn't exist. Well, the problem, Carl, is that one thing we really need is more time, which we don't have. So we're right at the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Check back next week for some more of Get Wisdom. Thank you, Carl, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week.